Christian magazine. And it's a prayer that's entitled, A Morning Prayer for Help. I thought that caught my eye. I thought that's really interesting. A morning prayer for help. And it goes this way. Dear God, so far today I've done all right. I haven't gossiped, lost my temper, been nasty, selfish, or overindulgent. But in a few minutes, God, I'm going to get out of bed. And from then on, I'm going to need all your help that you can give. <laughs> Praise God. I'll let that settle in. We need the Lord, don't we? Yeah. Praise the Lord. And he wants to be involved with us, too, so that he can bless us and fill our life. Yesterday was quite a day, quite a time sharing and introspection into the vision of 2023 of Find Your Why. I want to thank all the team members that were uh, able to be with us and the great time we had together. Man, some of these games, you guys are crazy. You're crazy. And, you know, and you'll just have to, if you want to know more about it, ask someone. But it was just a crazy time. But more than that, it was a time of celebration with the ministry team, team members uh, luncheon yesterday and I heard a lot of feedback about our time together and we just had a great time of sharing and talking about find your why different ministry team members were able to put post-it notes on the wall of find their why and what their why was in a particular team that they're a part of. I want to challenge you as a church to join up on the church team and find your why. You know, find your why, what God has for you, why you do what you're to do. And if, and if, and if, and if you don't have a why, that means you, you must not have a, a what or a how either. Find your why, and you'll find what to do and how you can do it. You find your why, or what God wants you and how he's working in your life. And so we had a great time. We passed out some tumblers. I had some stickers on them. And this morning, I'd like for the Connect team, if they would, to come and be ready to pass out as quick as you can. Everybody in the congregation gets a sticker this morning. You can stick it anywhere you want. Now, I'm talking to adults here, not children. Because children are liable to put it anywhere, you know, on the windshield of your car or something. But you adults, you know where to put the sticker, don't you? I mean, you can put it on your notebook. You put it on your calendar. You can put it, you know, anywhere you want, on your car, anywhere. And we will responsibly apply our stickers. But I want you to put it in a place where you're going to see it somewhere, somehow. And put it in, find your why. For this is, the, this is the vision, the theme throughout 2023, that we find our why in everything we do and in the ministry and as a church and what we do. And so they're passing out those stickers. Please, everyone, take one, take it with you and, and apply it. And 
Pray for the church. Pray for your, I'll tell you what, you see that sticker, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Remind yourself to pray for yourself. Say, Lord, I want to find your why in everything I do. And, you know, we live multifaceted worlds, you know. We, we have a multifaceted world because there's the, there's the Roger Spears retired. There's a Roger Spears married. There's a Roger Spears dad. There's a Roger Spears grandpa. There's a Roger Spears neighbor. There's a Roger Spears church member. Do you know what all the different, and there's more than that. I'm sure Eva could tell me some other ones, but that's okay. But there's a Roger Spears in multifaceted in this life has so many components. But if we're going to effectively live this life, and live in the purpose with Jesus Christ, we need to question, put a why to everything. And the things we do are activities, our living activities in our life and what we do for God. Listen, I'll tell you what, we need to do the will of God in what we do at the church, but we also need to do the will of God when we're at home and what we do with, at the workplace. We need to find the why. I think, and I believe if we were to find the why, it might suddenly have a massive impact on the complaining world if they find their why. They have a, you find your why, you'll have an attitude adjustment. You find your why. Or you may change positions, what you're doing, because you just don't like the why, and it just ain't working. But more than anything, we want you, I want you to find the why, your why, in God and what God wants in your life. For every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess of their why. And really, I know I paraphrase that and change the word, but their why to Jesus Christ, the Lord. We will have to give an account of are wise if we're working in the wise of what God wants us to have. But our key verse of scripture is found in Acts 17, 28. Pray with me right now. Word of God. Lord, we pray right now the word of God burn in our hearts and help me, Father, to share the word that you want me to share today, that every one of us will walk out of this place with a challenge, with a purpose. And Holy Spirit, speak to us now. Lord, speak to our hearts. We're here not searching for man, but we're here today, God, searching for you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, amen. Acts 17, 28, in him we live and move and have our being in him, in him. We get tagged up with Jesus, joined up with Jesus, living in him, then that means that we're connected to him and all that Jesus does and represents will flow through us because we live and move and have our being in him, in him. What do I, what do I mean when, you, when we put up, we say, find your why? Your why is your calling. It's your conviction. It's your core source of motivation. It's the reference point for all your decisions and actions. 
It defines who you are and what makes you productive. It's the why. It's the reason. It's the purpose. Purpose, or would I say the why, which is purpose, it, it, it means it, it defines itself as it is original intent. Original intent, where it all starts, what it all happens. And the original intent, the why, almost makes me think of a rock being thrown in a pond and it, the ripple effect, once the rock hits the pond, then it spreads and rings, but originates with the rock and with the why. It makes me think of a target where the, the center of the target is why and everything else surrounds or exists because of the why. When I look at the target, some of you might look at the rings going inward, but to me, it's, it's the bullseye that's coming out. It's like the explosion that takes place and everything that's affected by the, by the core and the, the spot, the very spot of the explosion. It's the why in our life. Everything begins with a why. You can't survive without your why. You need to always let the why be the life source to the what and the how. It should be flowing outward instead of outward flowing inward. It should be flowing outward that the why is feeding into the what and the how. This is where many folks miss the mark. They don't allow the why to dictate the what and the how. They don't allow, they don't allow God to tell them, I have talked to people who've made decisions and they, they're not even paying attention to the why. They're not paying attention to the why and so therefore what's happening is they're destined for either uh, destruction or, or shipwreck. It just will not work. You lead, let me tell you, God must be in the center of us and and he's a part of every why in our life. Must be God. Why? Because we're a new creature in Christ. Old things passed away. Behold, all things made new. Some of us were former addicts, drug addicts, or, or, or alcoholics. And we were addicts. And that very substance began to control and affect everything of our how and our what. Because of the effect of it. There, that, that individual, their why was the wrong why, and, and their life became uh, self-destruct because of the why. But you and I, we can't survive without our why. We need to always let the why be the life source to the what and the how. This is a message to the church of Jesus Christ. When we center all around marketing and trying to go out the market and promote ourselves, let me tell you, this church has to promote itself. In this world and age that we take every opportunity to share the gospel, get the word out, let people know we are a church here. We want to minister to you, encourage you. We happen to believe what we're a part of. And we happen to know that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And we happen to know that God has really doing, he's doing something really great here. And there's a lot of people, as, as far as I'm concerned, everybody could use something that's happening and going on in this place. Amen. 
Why? Because Jesus' name is over the door. Jesus is in control. Jesus is Lord of the house. And because of that, there's a whole lot that can happen because we as a church, and I pray, dear God, let me as a pastor always know what the why is. And through that why, then we do the how and the what. And we operate through the why. The why is understood way before, way before any project begins. The why is received and understood just like a building project. We need always to let the why be the life source to the what and how. The why is understood all, way before the architect receives the blueprints for the building project. Before he even makes the blueprints, he first asks the person who wants the project done, why? So that there could be a feel of understanding the purpose and the meaning and understand what the uh, person wants so they'll ask why. And from that why, the blueprints begin to evolve and are drawn. And from the blueprints, everything else, the how and the what begins to happen because of the why. God's got a blueprint for you. God's got a plan for you. And he's looking for you to contact, talk to him and say, God, I need this. And, and Lord, I want to line up with your why so that I can bless you and fill your life. The why is understood way before the architect makes blueprints for a building project. Even before the architect, there's a why discovered before he even receives a phone call from someone who's wanting to hire him to do the drawings. There's a why. There's a why there. Never let what or how run on their own. Never let the what or the how run on their own. For one thing, if you're looking at a will, a will can't turn without the hub. And all you'll end up with is a flat tire. All you'll end up with something coming off the axle and you'll end up with a big wreck. But the how and the what and the how, don't ever let it run amok without the why. That's why there are times we need to seek the Lord and say, God, where am I at? Where am I going? What's going on, Lord? Where is the why? So I can readjust and find the purpose of what I'm doing. Find the purpose in the job I'm, I'm working. Some people complain of a job that God has given them. They complain and gripe. Why? Because they for, they've forgotten the why. They're so immersed in the how and the what that they forgot the why. I've seen people pray and seek God, contact me and say, oh, pastor, I know that God wants me to have this job. And, and, and then two months later, they're contacting me. Oh, it's horrible here. It's just terrible here. And uh, really, sometimes I know environments can be bad and can be true, but sometimes it's just our attitudes that need to change. We need to readdress the why. And go back to the core and the crux of it, the why. Well, I'll tell you what, the why of my job. And there are times I've had jobs I've not liked it, but I've worked it. You know why? Because I happen to like food on the table. Why? I happen to like my bills being paid. I happen to like the car I'm driving. I, I happen to see the effects it has on my family. And when, I, when the kids were at home, I like to see what happened to the kids. They got clothes. They got school. They got extracurricular activity uh, because dad is operating in his why. Hmm. It'll be the same way with your marriage. You better find your why. 
You got wandering eyes and looking the wrong places, lusting after images rather than the true life then I challenge you to seek God and say, God, show me the why that I married this wonderful woman, why we got married. Lord, I want to revisit, I want to return to the why. Can I tell you, my wife and I have had to do it on several occasions, not because of my, any failure of mine, but the failure to connect. We have to go back to the why. Can I get an amen out of that? Come on, don't, don't scare me here, Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm, I'm, I'm not a telemarketer, okay? I'm not trying to sell you something here, you know, or, or vote for me. I've got this one guy, the robot, that calls me so much, same voice, and I've got it memorized in the way he says it. I answer the phone, look at the number, you know, and I pick up the phone and say, is Ronnie there? <laughs> really, that's what, is Ronnie there? Well, the robot Ronnie went, uh, he's not here. But uh, and then sometimes I love it when they call it, uh, uh, yes, can I speak to Rodney? Rodney Pike? Oh, he's, uh, no, he's busy right now. You know? <laughs> so, but, you know, it's, I'm not here for that this morning. I don't want to sell you anything. There's nothing for sale in God's kingdom. It's already been paid for. It's already prepaid. It's a gift card. Yeah. Don't you love a nice gift card? Don't you love discovering one in your purse or in your wallet? I forgot about this. We immediately go on the phone it's just to see if it's still good. And we find out it's good. So we walk into Walmart like we're a rich person. I got a gift card. And it's fully loaded. And I know how to use it. Mm -hmm. In God's kingdom, Jesus Christ, who knew what he was doing, who had his why, and he fulfilled his why, so you and I could sit here today and anticipate an, an eternity in the presence of God and then anticipate and appreciate the very presence involvement of God in our life right now and all the benefits. And I could go down the line and tell you what all the benefits are, but Jesus said it's prepaid, it's paid for. Hallelujah. And he says, you know, why don't you use it? You know, yeah. And what's neat about it is you, you spend some of it, then all of a sudden, it suddenly refills. It's great. It's really great. You know? You remember the old credit cards where they used to do that slide thing? <laughs> well, it used to be, you know, I started getting cards recently now, bank cards. They don't even have risen numbers on them anymore. Or my signature or anything like that. Why? Because there's no need for a <laughs> You know? I'm somewhat, I'm somewhat disappointed. I don't think it's really special anymore unless it's got the risen letters and everything on there, you know. But the thing is, is that God has given us an endless supply and the numbers will never wear out. I've had to have cards replaced because they no longer could read it because it's just been slid over so many times. And then they had to replace it. But now we've been given an opportunity through Jesus Christ. To be blessed thoroughly through him. 
Never let the water howl run on their own. That's, if you're miserable right now, if you're out of power right now in your spiritual walk, or you do a ministry and you just don't want to do it anymore and don't like it anymore, and when the children start looking like wild Indians and acting like it too, and the teenagers act like, seem like you got an opinion, all they are is a bunch of sloths, non-connective, non-responsive, it's just, you know, slothy, and you start, you start complaining and getting upset and fed up about, you know what, you know what the remedy is. You decide that, that what and how, it's important, but I'm going to go to the why and the source, and all the rest will take care of itself. It's a reconnection. It's a realignment. When we're back at the why and we go to why and then suddenly we get up from the altar and say, oh God, I know why. I know why. Why you put me here. Why? Why you want me to do what I do? The why, you see the how, the what and the how, it changes. It can change. It's not permanent, but the why continues. It continues on. Let me back up here for a moment. The why continues to be in the heart, in the center of us. But if it's not used, it will weaken and fade. Your why is your passion and drive. And passion comes from who I know and not by what I know. It's who I know and not what I know. You know, they're the smartest people in the world are having a hard time because they know what, but they have no connection with who. Disconnected and not being connected. Let's do a throwback here. Let's see if you remember this. I may not know how, but I do know who. It's in relation with God and with Jesus Christ. What changes and what we do can change. How changes and how we do things can change. But why never changes. It's consistent, constant, foundational in our life to have the why. Your why is the relevance of what and how. It's the relevance of the what and how is your why. I don't believe your why fades away and disappears, especially if you're a Christian. It just gets buried or filed away and pushed back to the recesses of our memory. But if your why is buried, it's buried alive. It's wanting to be released. It's wanting to be loosed. It's wanting for the Christ the son of the living God to declare to onlookers and those watching as Lazarus stood there stiffly because he couldn't move because of the grave clothes that held him together. He was alive. He waited for someone and the master to say, now you go loose him because he is alive. 
and the why is there. And so you just loose him up so he can move with freedom and with life. I know Jesus resurrected him, but the moment he was resurrected, he was alive. And it was the live man that was walking out of that tomb. The Bible says in Romans eleven twenty nine, 29, for the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. Another translation says it another way. It says they're irrevocable. And that word used in the, the Greek there uh, for the repentance in the, in the King James Version and irrevocable in another version of the Bible, that word used there in the Greek means about which no change of mind can take place. God gives you a why. He gives it to you and it doesn't change. It's without repentance, it's not going to change. You might mess up on your what and your how, but God says, I've given you a why, and that why you go to that because it's constant, and I will use you in that why. As a matter of fact, God says, I'll bring life if your why is given the freedom and liberty like the why should be in your life, following the will of God, doing the word of God, serving Jesus Christ with all your heart. He said, I'll then step into your what and into your how and your entire being will be changed and I'll use you for my glory. Find your why. Find your why. It's without repentance. It's irrevocable. Praise God. You're calling. You got a calling. And I've known men of God and women of God who fail the Lord and no longer get in the pulpit but their calling is still real. It's still alive. And it's not dead. It's just covered up with dead men's clothes, burial clothes, and it needs to be set free. You're you that you used to be years ago and how God used you. That why is still around. He's still around. Prophetic words spoken over to you. God telling you it's still real. It hasn't changed. God revealed a why to you. We just maybe kind of got distance, filed it away. We kind of put it away and we walked away. It's still there though. It's still there. And the why is there. And the Lord wants you to rediscover what he said to you years ago. God's not finished with you. You know why I say that? Because you're still breathing. That's the qualification. Let me get a mirror. I'll bring it to church and put it on your nose. If I see a little bit of uh, mist there on the steam on the mirror, you're alive. You still have a why. And the why is still around and God's wanting to use you. That's why when God talked about creation and talked about his kingdom, he first talked about the heavenly realm. Then he goes and begins in Genesis to talk about the earthly realm. And so therefore the purposes of God is for us to be in heaven and the purposes of God is for us to be on earth and therefore he wants heaven and earth to to, uh, interact and begin to work together so that you and I will live and find our why of heaven and on earth and God will direct us and you in his kingdom in Hebrews 12 and 2 says looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God that looking unto Jesus that word that is used for looking in the Greek 
word means that you look away from something to look at something. So therefore, you get your eyes off of something else and get your eyes on the Lord. You intentionally do that. You, you suddenly turn your head and look to Jesus and quit looking in the other direction. But then it says there, the author, finisher of our faith. Well, the word author, there, I, I saw, I do a real search on that. And literally, the, the author means the founder. The one who made it come into being. The one who's the faith supplier. The one who gave the faith. He's the founder and the finisher of our faith. He gets it going and it keeps it going until finally it's over. And it's not over for us. We need to find our why. We need to, you need to find your why. You need to find your why. People are searching, asking for answers that they can't seem to find the answers to. Now, I can't blatantly tell you what is the answer to the meaning of life in the secular sense, but I can tell you there is someone who brings meaning to life and purpose to life, and he'll bring the why to our what and how, and he'll lead and guide us unto all truth. He will be with us. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll go with you even to the end of the age. I'll give you the why. I'll cultivate, cultivate the why. I'll empower the why. I'll lead you in your why. And, and, and eventually, I'll welcome you home. Because your why's got you there. The question is, why are we a part of a church? Because I got to tell you, sometimes I think about it. I had this one worship leader one time. I had to remind them that people don't come to this church because of talent and great talent. If they do, they're superficial. Most people and you come to this church, you don't come here because I'm some super power, power packed TD Jakes kind of preacher. You know, hey, I learned that a long time ago, that it's not me, but it's him. And you sit in here because you're showing me love over and over and over again. And the only thing I can do is try and show you love back by sharing the truth and what God would give and, and to tell the truth. So I want to thank you for coming to church. I want to invite you to come more often. Did you think I was going to ignore that, you know? I happen to believe in church. I happen to believe in the time and era. Why wouldn't we want to huddle together, come together, hear about Jesus, be energized, and be reminded in our why and the purposes of life and what's going on? Why wouldn't I want to get around with those and rub elbows with those that are, that are not ready to kill me or hate me or choke me or slap me? or Why wouldn't I? There ain't nobody here like that, right? If there are, there's Jim Copley in the house for me. Security man, I get you. <laughs> Why wouldn't I want to be with people to say, yeah, I'll pray with you. Yeah, I'll stand with you. Yeah, Jim, come out of the door. Don't worry, Jim, it's okay. The, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Ron Hammond, you better look at him. He's kind of looking a little, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's, he just wants lunch. You know, that's uh, <laughs> getting a little peckish there, uh, Ron, amen. But I'm just joking. I can joke with Ron because Ron knows I love him, appreciate him so much. appreciate and love every one of you. But I want you to find your why. 
don't waste your time with what and how. Don't waste your time with a bunch of other stuff. Don't be sidetracked or misled. Find your why. Find your why. What's your ministry purpose? God saved you. Now what? The Lord saved you. The Lord baptized you in the Holy Ghost. Now what? Now what? Some of you feel like you're not useful. You're not valuable. You don't have the gifts. Let me tell you, all of us have been given gifts that are without repentance. Been given gifts, irrevocable. And God will use you in that gift. Let God use you. Let me tell you, there's nothing like it in the world. You know, I can imagine what Lazarus felt like when they finally got that stuff off of him. Oh, oh this is, this is kind of like the tin man when he wanted oil and the Wizard of Oz, you know. Oh, do my mouth. And then there's a squirt his mouth. And, oh, 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 it's wonderful. It's great. And my shoulder, shoulder, he lifts it up and all that. You know what? Well, let me tell you, here's a guy been dead for four days and wrapped in wrappings that had uh, sticky substance with it that would keep him stiff and hard and preserve him, and he couldn't hardly move. And when the church finally came and did the work of the Lord with the, with the, how, with the what and the how, old Lazarus could begin to live in his why, and God could use him for the glory of the Lord. You know why? Because those against Jesus wanted to kill Lazarus too because of his testimony. His testimony. God wants you to thrive in him. So, what has the Lord been telling you? What has God been speaking to you about you? Do you have to be reminded of what he said before? Or are you still holding on and believing in the why? There's a why. There's a why. You know, I accepted a call to preach. Then he evolved into a call to pastor. I don't know how I got here. I got here. Just the same. But I will say this. That when the Lord saved me, I wanted to be useful for him. Do anything for him. And if I wasn't pastor this church, I'd be doing something, I'm telling you. I mean, if I never pastored this church, I would be doing something in the kingdom because then I find the purpose of what God wants me to do. Oh, pastor, you're talking about works. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm talking about works. Work, I know it's a four-letter word, but work is evidence of something in you and how you do it and what's your why. Your work would be a great work in God. Go in Jesus when you have to go to the workplace tomorrow. Go in Jesus' name. Pray today and say, God, show me the why. Show me the why, Lord, so I can be a walking, talking witness and testimony that the light will shine to the world around me. You know what the church needs more than anything? The church needs seeking people, seeking God, seeking him, seeking him. How wants to do that right now? Would you stand your feet? I want us to seek him. I want us to seek him. Mm -hmm. This is what I want you to do first. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to dig deep. I want you 
to remember back when. I want you to remember where you were before Jesus. I want you to remember how you felt, how you lived, what was missing. I want you to experience it right now and see it. For it's good at times to look back where we used to be to where we are now. Now, Lord, in Jesus' name, help us right now, God, begin to reach back. Oh, Lord. There were dark days, God. Confusing days. Didn't know what I was going to do, how I was going to live. But then there's you, Lord. When I came to you, Lord, and I gave my heart to you, Lord, it was like a new life started in me. Old things and weights that held me back were released, removed. And now I'm a child of God. Now, Lord, I've been serving you for a while. I pray, God, that I've not picked up stuff along the way. But now, Lord, I just hand over those things to you. Things that are hindrances in my walk with you. My distractions. Lord, the what and the how doesn't matter right now, but, but the why does. Right now, Lord, speak to our hearts. Just raise your right hand toward heaven, toward the front here. I want to pray for you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Lord, we now make ourselves open, available to hear from you. What are you saying to us, God? What are you saying to me, Lord? I want to discover, rediscover my why. I want to rediscover my why in the kingdom. I want to rediscover my why in the house of the Lord. I want to rediscover, Lord. I want to walk in that power and that motivation, that anointing that only comes when I'm in the why. The anointing that only comes when I'm in the why. Not in anything else. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray right now, Lord. Mm, my Lord, my Lord. You're sensing the presence of the Lord. Just continue to posture you are, but this is what I want you to do as your testimony. You're seeking him right now and you're feeling like God's touching you and ministering you. I want you to take that hand raised. I want you to wave it for a moment. Just wave it. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Throughout the house. Throughout the house, Lord. You have people seeking, longing, searching for you, oh Lord, for an answer, Lord, searching for the why in their life. Why in the kingdom? In Jesus' name. We're not afraid to question ourselves. We're not afraid to question our true embedded faith in you. We want to get closer to you, God. Oh, Lord, it's all in you. It's all in you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You can let your hand down, but I want you to worship the Lord for a moment. Just concentrate, meditate on him, pray. Lord, we draw close to you. We draw close to you. If you're here this morning and you know that you're away from God, you're backslidden. You you're totally have ignored and walked away from your why. You're backslidden away from God. You know if, if the trumpet were to sound right now and the rapture take place, you wouldn't go. But the Lord wants to change that. He wants to change that this morning. I want you right now, you say, Pastor Ron, 
while everyone's eyes are closed we're worshiping the Lord just lift your hand up and say I want this to change I want it to change I want to know I want the Lord to forgive me just lift your hand toward heaven hallelujah hallelujah praise God Father in Jesus name touch the, the hearts of those whose hands are raised right now Lord set them on fire with your spirit begin to move Lord for God it's not by might nor by power but by my spirit says the Lord and we need your power and strength Lord cleanse us of our sins those who raise their hand pray right now Lord we confess our sins forgive us Lord we come to you and we want you Jesus to be Lord of our life in the name of Jesus Christ in Jesus name now I'll tell you what finding your why allows the anointing of the Holy Ghost to move in your life the anointing only comes in the why then from the why it flows into what you do and how you do it I want you just to praise him right now and sing that song no if you would lead us to it I want you to listen to the words of this and let it be your prayer right now yes Lord Come and consume me. My heart is ready. Yes, Lord. <laughs> God, if I burn, I'll burn for you. Yeah. Yes, Lord. There's no hesitation without reservation. God, if I burn, I'll burn. Fresh, fresh fire, give me a fresh, fresh fire. I want what you desire. I wanna burn for you. Give me a fresh, fresh fire. Give me a fresh, fresh fire. I want what you desire.
was going to sing this a little bit more, and I just wanted to redeem body some folks in the house. I'm sensing the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Say, Pastor, I need prayer. There's, I don't know what it is. It's, it's different circumstances here that different people will have, but God's God's speaking to you for prayer and to be prayed over. I want to be able to pray for you. We want to pray for you. God minister in your life. So while he begins to sing, I want you to leave your seat and just come on up here. And I'd like to anoint and pray for you. You, you, you have a need. You have a situation. You need God to intervene. I want to pray with you. God to move in a mighty way. If the Lord's drawing you, I want you to just come on up. Hallelujah. Yes. God bless you guys. There's more. More folks in the house. God's speaking to you. Yeah. Just come on up. You want prayer? I want to pray for you.
Lord. John, right now, pray for him. God, minister to his life. Touch him, Father. Fresh fire, I want what you desire. 